We are finding success and we're here to help break that monotony of life and help you find your own version of success. Welcome back, guys, to another episode with me, Alex. And me, Adam. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. I'm uh, looking forward to this week. Smash last week. Um, good old boy. And I'm just buzzing with excitement. I mean, just excited, you know, we're coming up to the end of October. We're pretty, well, and, you know, it's, uh, it's going real quick. Very boy. dark and cold. But I'm just happy. I'm just good. happy to good. get smashed and get going. I had a good meeting last week, and I'm excited to see where things go. What nice. are you, boy? Yeah, again, I, I just try to keep momentum up from last week. Uh, <clears throat> oh, sorry, the week before last. Um, and it was good, yeah. Building that brick. Uh, building that wall brick by brick, slowly yeah. building it like steady, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, man. All of that stuff. We're getting there. I think it's important as well that we like we have to install positive minds and positive outcomes and like okay, yes, we have depressing times or people will be deceived as depressing times or hard times or whatever. But there is no point in moping around thinking that life's going to be hard forever. It's not, as you said few weeks ago what was it hard times make strong people hard time make strong people strong people make easy times easy times make weak people weak people make hard times yeah, yeah. so it's just like we don't want to get in well we we don't want to get in that circle we're in a stage at the moment where we're at the crappy well, end of where we don't want to be absolutely yeah we're welcoming the hard times we yeah come come at us give us all you can make us better people <clears throat> we're asking for these challenges because we want to be built ready for anything that can be thrown at us. We don't want that weak stage of our life, do we? So, Don't want it to be easy. Easy to be boring. Easy to be yeah. sad. No sort of sense of living. Get rid. Don't want it. Don't give want me the challenges. Life. Yeah, give me the challenges. And actually, if the listeners have got any challenges for us to do... We'll take them on. We'll take them on. Whatever it is, we'll Get do it. Physically, mentally, or content challenge or whatever let's do it let's collab yeah. let's get it done email us yeah we'll do it message us on social media whatever yeah. down below see the links we're in don't be scared this week unless Adam you're scared of losing sorry unless you're scared of us mugging you off yeah <laughs> uh, what are we talking about we're talking about a few different things this week but we're talking about our minds. Mm. Now, we, we speak about this thing a lot because it controls this and it controls what we do and how we act and how we perceive and if we smile, if we cry, if we're sad, if we're lonely, if we're weak, whatever. It controls a hell of a lot, right? And um, it also controls how we act in certain situations. So let me give you a quick Lay bit it down. of knowledge. Lobsters. Right? Oh, I do like a bit of lobster. Scary bit of things, you know, tasty as hell. Mm. But when they're in the ocean, they've got these big chompy claws. And you know, the, scene, the, the big old thingers, they're strong boys, you know what I mean? They're, bi they're big boys, big mm. girls. Lobsters fight a lot. I've heard. They want to be the lobster of choice. They want to be the powerful one that all the women or all the men go to, right? They, can, they literally chop bits off other lobsters. They, 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 they pull legs off and everything yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're vicious animals. Mm. They're vicious animals. But they're quite... Incredible animals because they can grow these limbs back, can't they? Over time, they can have the regenerative, and it's ability. the same with their brain. So, when a lobster loses in battle, 
he basically has to write his brain off and grow a new one. Because when we lose a fight, when we lose something, we're very detached. We're very lonely. We're sad. We're broken. We perceive ourselves as being a loser, right? All we know is that we've lost this battle. We're scared of this person. He's the bigger, the stronger lobster, or she's the bigger, the stronger lobster. And we don't want that in our lives. We don't want to be that lobster. We want to be the lobster that is powerful, that knows that they can win. And it's the same as the human brain. If we install loss, if we install pain, hardship in our life, and that is all we see, we we tend to get scared of things, right? So when people go out and have a, a uh, panic attack, for instance, they go to a supermarket, they have a panic attack, they faint. The next time they go to the supermarket, what's their initial thought going to be? They're going to faint. They're going to faint. They're scared. They're going to have a panic attack. So all you're doing is installing the fact that going to the supermarket is a bad place to be and that you're going to have a a panic attack. If you overcome that fear by turning up, by maybe getting someone to go with you, but overcome the fear, take it step by step, but install in your mind that you can overcome that. It's going to be easy. There's no pain there. There's no hardship there. Um, then you're going to be fine. And it's the same with having losses, with having failing businesses, with having problems in life. If all we do is install pain and hurt and hardship out of those problems in life, all we're going to think is that life is like that and it's rubbish. And we're just going to think that, well, I might as well die now because life's not important anymore. Not the case. We want to install the fact that we can overcome those fears and those problems, i.e., regrow our brain before we start this podcast we had a chat about this and there's something you said about a a special trainer or coach that said something that was awesome i love that but um yeah it was the same thing with our bodies so there was a i can't remember well famous coach he was talking to one of his um customers and one of his athletes and he said right we're going to need to now regrow we're going to train for this fight we're going to need to completely change your body and in order to do that, we're going to have to kill off your, foot, your, your one you've got now. So during training, he the goal was to kill himself off, to write himself literally on the floor, begging to stop. <clears throat> and that, I think that does two things. One, it pushes you to a place where you you meet your limits, you meet yeah. your maker, you're right at the edge of your your go. And uh, I think no, very few people ever get there in their life. Like they never meet their actual limit. And I think I, it takes you mentally. That goes takes you to a place of extreme power. If you know you can get there, and you still obviously you're going to come back in ten fifteen minutes. Pain's gone. You're getting your breath back, etc. You can get there. That's quite a powerful place to be. <clears throat> and then doing that sort of makes everything else want to fall in line. Whether it be the uh, the nutrition, the rest of the training, your your daily habits, everything else wants to fall in line because you're willing to put yourself through hell, killing yourself. Everything else, you just like I'm not going to waste this opportunity I'm, I'm not going to swander it on a KFC tonight Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to make that pain even worse by not being fit and healthy so <clears throat> similar to lobster to to <clears throat> to completely eradicate that negative feeling <clears throat> nah, not quite the same it's not quite the same as lobster but essentially yeah you're pushing yourself beyond the limit to kill off your old body get rid of it you, it's trash it's no good to you get this new one um Seems to the the lobster is getting a new brain, yeah. like sacking off his old one because it's toxic, negative all over it. So, bah, don't want nothing to do with it. That was, that was it. 
the the thing is right so like when we say kill ourselves we mean like kill ourselves in any way possible that mentally affects how we act the next day right so for instance legs mm. killing your legs in the gym the next day if you've done it properly you ain't getting out of bed and you ain't walking down the stairs unless you look like you pooed your pants <laughs> right i mean Doing legs in the gym is one of the hardest muscles to train in the world. But afterwards, the feeling that it gives you, the pain, the just the hurt, you know that you've trained hard and you know that you've made an effort in yourself to make your body progress and build bigger muscles, right? When we train something like our brains, you really, you don't really feel the pain or hurt or there's not really like mm. a muscle in your brain that you can feel that gains right but as we speak as we learn to invest someone asks us a question the answer's there so we've we can't physically feel the pain that we've had in our brains but we can expel answers a hell of a lot quicker so the brain's very impressive it's still a muscle and we can train it but we don't feel the pain or the hurt or the strenuous that goes on into it. It just makes our body feel tired and want to sleep. But then when the answer comes up, when the reaction, the how did you learn to invest? What system do you use? Who do you learn to invest with? How do you improve your mind? What workout should I do? The answer's there because it's installed in our brain because we've positively installed it. So even though it is a muscle, we have to, we have to train it completely different. And I think it's the same with like kids nowadays, right? Kids are very technology based because all we know is technology. How many times do you walk down the street and a kid is on a phone that's like five, six, seven watching Peppa Pig or whatever or in a restaurant? Mum and dad say, shut the kid up. Give them the iPad. Give them the iPad, yeah, yeah let them play. Back in our day, during the war, how many kids were on phones? Well, they weren't. They had like a book or a toy car or like... I remember playing on my mum's phone. If I was allowed, so it'd be on. It'd be a really tough day. Be, I can't remember scenarios. I feel like I was in a car, and it was an old Nokia thing with buttons. Yeah, boy. And the only game was Snake. Yeah, that boy. Digital, Banging you game. You had to bite that little bit of food. It was just another pixel, and you just buying the snake and get longer. That was the only game, and it was very rarely we got to play that. Yeah, there's only like, I guess I was causing the first. I don't know, but but it came on. Yeah, but back, but back then. Every other time you were playing, what were you playing with? Friends or Friends, yeah. cars or you, painting or... Yeah, absolutely. You, your mind was going mental. Like I remember, did you ever used to do that thing where you're driving along, you're obviously in the back because you're a kid, and you imagine a little stick figure running along yeah. the, the armco or the trees, you know, doing dips and dodges and flips. Like I used to do that. That's yeah. what you did. But you're just, you're just thinking outside the box, right? Yeah. You're having an imagination. Yeah. Kids nowadays, I mean, I don't know, I'm not really a kid expert, <laughs> but it sounds wrong in so many ways, but it's no, not but the case. But I mean, imagine like you don't give your kid that option. They're invested in a video or a game that isn't, okay, they can imagine some certain things. I mean, I know Minecraft is like a, a building game, isn't it? There are a lot of kids play that they can build stuff and, and play with or whatever, but it's we're, in a virtual world. We're all, we're, I think you're right in the sense we do train our brain. I love that analogy but we can't feel the pain which is annoying it'd be nice to be able to feel growth yeah yeah that's what, do yeah. Some, it'd be nice to feel them doms the next day like oh okay i've taken a lot of information and that hurt. i can't wait for the next time to do it again yeah. you know, like that leg day satisfaction 
But um, I think we are doing it as adults. We're, we're training ourselves to have a short attention, attention span. Yes. You've seen, we know we're in the content creation space. You guys all watch this sort of stuff. You'll notice the most popular social media in the minute is TikTok. Mm -hmm. And that's because it's 30 seconds of just absolute junk. And <clears throat> that's, that's it. You're on to the next one. There's long form content like this. These YouTube videos will not do well these days because no. nobody's, nobody's interested. They haven't got the attention span to be able to watch and sit down and just watch a video of, of like just just two cameras even just two cameras is not enough these days you need four or five i was watching this one um content creator he was saying how even you just got a small speech like i've just done there you'll need five six different camera angles to be able to perform it to be able to engage or keep the engagement of the majority of the world right now yeah because they need something changing in there but they need to be kept firing wondering on what's going on yeah, what's yeah. Next move? it couldn't just be you looking into it, it just wouldn't work yeah and I think over the last five, ten years, we've gone down this road of attention span getting shorter, 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 shorter from well, overindulging in social media. And we've trained our brain to switch off, to get distracted, to wander wherever it wants to go. Yeah. And I think that's where we need to bring it back down to earth and just... Be being aware of it, just being aware of this this issue, and and start training yourself to be better at at keeping your attention for longer. Yeah, it's like being what's the word? Being there, being present in wow. times. That's the word I'm looking for. Being present. So, like, as a parent, we go to work, we come home, and the kids are there, and they're playing with their toys, or they're playing with their iPad, or whatever. And then you're doing the same thing because you just think, ah, you know, I'm just at home chilling. I've got the time off. I've, the kid's fairly quiet. He's invested in his game or whatever. I'm just going to do the same thing and scroll for Instagram. When you could be present with your kid and maybe reading a book, having a fight, and not this is in a physical having fight, a, yeah, but like yeah. a play around. Um, you could be coloring into Doing it. Lego. Lego. You could be doing something physical, but also builds your your mind and your bond and your kids articulation quite a lot your your basically you're creating your kids future mm -hmm. so if your kid loves lego and you're building things it could be an architect it could be a builder it could be a mechanic it could be whatever if your kid loves to read he could be an english teacher he could be a teacher in some form he could be a, a writer you know certain different things that you train to do with your kid, you do with your kid that is, creates their life. And we need to be more. <laughs> you do pull some funny faces sometimes. Sorry. We need to do that more often so that we can enhance our life and our kid's life because we want to be there and be present, not just scroll through social media. And as a parent, I think that's quite important to do. Yeah, set an example in it for for your kids and <clears throat> yeah that comes into so many different aspects but sorry going off topic real quick go on go back we're going back to our topic real quick yeah yeah we want to also ask why we do it so why we do what we're doing why do we buy a car why do we nice. give the kid the iPad why do we scroll through social media so quickly to give ourselves instant gratification why do we look or try to look like we have money what is the point in doing that what, what does that achieve <clears throat> Well, that's what you need to ask yourself. You need to ask yourself, why do you want that car? If you Say if you are pondering buying a new car. Let's just use that as an example. You you ask yourself why. If there are genuine reasons you need it for work, 
like because you didn't have them before you need it because you're getting a family now you need a big car all these are perfectly genuine reasons but <clears throat> maybe ask yourself three or four times why and don't give yourself the same answer every time it's a good little technique to really get to the core of what you're, you want or what you're missing in your life or what you feel like at the time because sometimes we do impulse blind don't we just yeah. on, a, on an urge and, and people think this is just like let's scroll in buff, I'll buy that buff, done which is that's impulse buying but impulse buying could be over during a period of a week like you can st- I know people say sleep on it but you might still be in that mindset that mind frame of all oh, I still need this time. Mm. I'm going to commit to this and not feel guilty afterwards so just ask yourself why three times whenever any big decisions come up or even when you're just asking yourself what do I want to achieve in life ask yourself why three times and don't just give the answer <coughs> say <coughs> You want to be a successful writer. Like, don't just say, oh, because I like writing. Like, ask yourself, okay, why do you want to be a successful writer? And, you know, wander down this road. And every time you find yourself nice, just say, why? Why? And eventually you'll get to the core reason. And it'll be something just like, I want to give back to the world. Or <clears throat> I just want some notoriety. You know, I just want to be, have status. I want to be famous. You know, it, it just comes down to something like that. Something very simple. And that's not a problem. As long as you're aware of it, you can work with it and that's you can help mold that into like your future and, and use it to your advantage but if if you're hiding it from yourself you're lying to yourself it's it's a detriment to you you need to sort that out yeah no, i agree i think like you said just the simple task of asking yourself why three times will stop you from making so many wrong decisions in your life mm. that the sooner you do it the better it is for you and your family just how long does it take you to answer why questions for like, what, like yeah, five, five, ten minutes? Maximum. A good thing, yeah. Maximum. Yeah, yeah. And it could save you thousands of thousands of pounds and thousands of thousands of mistakes and thousands mm. of thousands of and hardship help, and, and pain. help you move in the right direction quicker. Yeah. Why, why, why am I listening to this podcast? Because it helps me progress in the way that I want to be and how I want to be in the future. It, and, then, and then you continue to do that. Mm. It's not hard. It justify why am I scrolling through social media and mm. TikToks? Because what? What are you trying to hide? Well, there's your answer. So it's a very important thing that we do that. And it's a great tip for anyone that is struggling with well, life, really. Mm. Why are you doing something? What is the real reason? Find the reason, figure it out, and go from there. Uh, anything more to Love add? Love that. No, perfect. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, links will be down below. Don't forget, well, it's not Twitter anymore. I need to get rid of that. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, X, links will be down below. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Help this podcast get out of there so we can help the world. Elon Musk, why you change your name? I don't know why. Take care, have a good one, and uh, see you in the next one. Bye-bye.